Hello, everyone, and welcome to Is My Mic On? The show. Okay, I must be just be turned down then. Crisis averted. Uh, welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, alongside my color man, Davis Carroll, and Alex Houston. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from around the world, however you may be joining us today, whether that be from your terrestrial radio antenna or from wigglefm.com or listening to our podcast. We're happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. And with that, we are broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin Studios here in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University. It's 44 degrees. It is Monday morning. It is 8.30 in the morning. Davis, how are you feeling today? Despite my best efforts, I've gotten off to a, a relatively rotten morning, which is why we've arrived here at 8.30 in the morning starting the show. But how are you? I'm feeling good. Uh, I thought my running late was like the extent of how bad it could get, but I think yours is 10 times worse. Yeah. Wow. Man, it's uh I was just, you know, just just off to a, like off to a slow start was my reason. I was like, "Oh, well, you know how it is." I came into today with the best of intentions. I was up at 7. I was I was ready to be out the door at 7:40 and just mm, think life comes at you fast. Mm. Evidently it does. Alex, Tell your mom that. Alex, how I, are you feeling? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh I got up pretty early. And got here. I know I'm normally uh, late, but it, se- <laughs> it seems the one time I have some good luck. It appears <laughs> you, you the, know, the, the universe rest, doesn't want you to have the a rest pull. of us are cursed. So evidently, I'll just re- keep getting here late, and you guys will automatically be here on time. You, you robbed us of 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 magic. Okay, Alex might have taken your. What? Why would I do that? How would I get there? I don't even know if I remember where Jack lives. To be quite honest, what? I'm kidding. I do. He does. I do. He does. I do. All right, at this point, I would like to remind you, if you're listening to us today, we've got a Twitter account. It is at CDISCAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U if you'd like to tweet at us. I've got the uh, I got it pulled up right here. So if you, if you send us something our way, I will certainly see it. You can also call in at 334-844-9345. And we would love to have you on the air with us. And with that, we will jump right into the show. Uh, we're going to talk about some basketball because it was an exciting weekend of SEC basketball. Um, so we will, as soon as it loads, I will run down the scores of what happened in the Southeastern Conference over the weekend. I'm sure you all watched with bated breath as Auburn was able to narrowly escape the Georgia Bulldogs in Stegman Coliseum uh, in Athens, Georgia, with a two-point victory on Saturday. Um, and with that, we will jump right into the scores. Oh, yeah. Uh, Auburn, number one of the country, did defeat the Georgia Bulldogs 74-72. to And Gonzaga, number two in the country, beat up on BYU 92-57. We're going to jump into the SEC games where number 22, Tennessee, Blew out South Carolina in Columbia, 81-57. to Vanderbilt shocks LSU. They win 75-66. to LSU is on quite the losing streak now. This one went to overtime down in Gainesville. Florida defeats Ole Miss 62-57 to to improve to 500 in conference play. Texas A&M on their way to Auburn this weekend are still reeling. I believe they've lost four straight as Missouri defeats them by four in Reed Arena. And lastly, Auburn's next opponent is Arkansas. 
and they defeated Mississippi State in Bud Walton Arena 63-55 on Saturday. Game of the day, though, for Auburn fans after you got over watching the Bulldogs and the Tigers was Kentucky traveling to Coleman Coliseum and engaging in a spirited contest with the Crimson Tide of Alabama in which Alabama shot 20% from the floor and 8% from three to rack up a grand total of 55 points as they fall to Kentucky by a tally of 66 to 55. Oscar Tashiwe goes off in this one. 10 points, 15 rebounds, one assist. And if that's your top performer, uh, things were a bit lacking on the offensive side. Uh, Kentucky improves to 8-2 and two in conference. Bama falls to 4-6 and six in conference and continues their bizarre season as they were coming off of a win against top five Baylor in this one. And uh, on their next Saturday showcase at home, can't get it done against the Wildcats. So that's what happened in the SEC. We'll jump back over to the top 25 just for a quick second to point out some games of note. UCLA and Arizona State went to triple overtimes. If you were watching that one alongside me uh, on Saturday night, you saw UCLA fall in Tempe 84-87 after three overtimes. Purdue beats up on Michigan. USC gets downed by Arizona. Kansas blows out Baylor. Duke wins uh, by 20 in Coach K's final contest in the Dean Dome. Wisconsin barely escapes Penn State in a Big Ten rock fight, 51-49. to Villanova gets a uh, conference win against UConn, 85-74. And uh, Texas Tech defeats West Virginia by 7. Illinois establishes their Big Ten dominance, 74-57 over Indiana. Uh, top 25 win for Texas as they defeat Iowa State, 63-41. And uh, lastly, yesterday we had a ranked game as Providence played Georgetown. Georgetown is winless in their conference, and... Providence was down early, but managed to escape. They win 71-52. Ohio State beats Maryland, and Houston blows out Cincinnati 82-58. That's what happened in the top 25. I think the most notable games for us Auburn fans were that Auburn game, of course, and the Kentucky-Alabama game, as well as the Baylor-Kansas game, uh, considering this Baylor team may not be as good as we all think they are. I would say so. For one thing, I did not actually watch the Auburn-Georgia game. You're lucky. I, I, I checked the score at halftime. I was like, oh, they're doing pretty good. And then my mom sent a text in the family group chat. It was dang with a orange heart emoji and a blue heart emoji. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they lost? They did not. It was it close. Turns out. It was. It was. And that's something I've noticed in the last few weeks is this team is not good coming into the second half because I think they just have some offensive – or some – rotations where there's just not a lot of offensive movement. I think really the tough one is last week it was is really do or against the Georgia game is really do being without Zepp Jasper, but when it's Zepp and I'm gonna say Jalen Williams, Devin Cambridge, Alan Flanagan, and Dylan Cardwell on the floor, there's not a lot of movement on the offensive end there. But also for Alabama, I think right now what we're seeing is kind of what was the nightmare scenario for Auburn under Bruce Pearl when Jared Harper and Bryce Brown were here, where, you know, if the team got cold, they were in trouble because they shot the three so much. But Alabama's cold every night, it seems. They shoot – they are top 10 in three-pointers attempted this season, but they are, I think, down to 311th in three-point shooting percentage. They're terrible. I just want to say that Bama shot 20% but was still within 11 of Kentucky. So that shows Kentucky you had how, a bad offensive how game. dangerous they are. Absolutely. If you're not ready for them. Absolutely. And Alabama has a good defensive team. I really think they do. 
especially considering how they rebounded after the Auburn game. But, like, it's just alarming to watch them just stick to this system that is just not what they're good at. They need to attack the basket, for one thing. Like, that's – they need to send J.D. Davidson to the basket constantly. They don't do that. And they don't draw contact. They don't get to the free throw line often. And it's just alarming. And, you know, Nate Oates does what Nate Oates does and throws his team under the bus after this game, just like he has all season. That's another very strange thing. Every single game that they lose, it seems to end up with talking about how he's disappointed in their lack of effort or how they need to get back in the gym and keep shooting. I mean, you're halfway, th- you're more than halfway through the season at this point. I don't know if getting in the gym is what's going to fix your offense. The fact is they need to make an adjustment, and they haven't. They're going to make the tournament because, as Davis says, they're dangerous because – with that system, if you hit your shots, you're going to beat just about any team in the country. That's how they beat Gonzaga and Baylor. But they're not doing it right now, and they are horrible shooting the three ball and a lot of very bad losses. And that one among them. Shooting 10% is absurd, especially because they took 30. They didn't shoot 10% on 10 shots. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Especially when Kentucky was hitting. All, their three-point percentage was almost as good as their field goal percentage. It was 36 and 40, respectively. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky was not not doing very well offensively, and that's because Alabama has a good athletic defense, but, I mean, they just cannot put it together in a lot of these games, and it just backfires on them because if you rely on the three as much as they do, and, I mean, right now in this season, they are shooting a ridiculous 30% from three, which you just can't do that if you're going to take as many as they do. And, I mean, all their losses, it's just bad, except even the Auburn game. They shot some of their – that was one of their best three-point shooting games of the year, and still it just wasn't working for them. I don't really know what the answer is other than just change it up. They uh, had a very tough stretch of their schedule, having to play Auburn, Baylor, and Kentucky all back-to-back, I believe. Yes, uh, uh, four, three games against three-fifths of the uh, top five. So they came out with a win. After a, a crushing loss against Georgia at in Stegman Coliseum, so I guess it is just a tough place to play. Evidently, it seems so, and they are getting their new new arena. Actually, so that's uh, oh, sorry, talking about Alabama, not Stegman, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I think they're going to make the tournament. They're going to be a dangerous team, but I just don't know how far they can go on what they're currently doing. Their next game is on Tuesday or Wednesday, rather against. Ole Miss in the pavilion. Uh, they will then return home to play Arkansas on Saturday and uh, end uh, their season with some notable road games, including at Kentucky, at Vanderbilt, and they close off in the finale at LSU. So it will be a tough end of the stretch here for Alabama. And Ole Miss, not a team to be taken lightly. They did just beat LSU on the 1st of February. So, I mean, this is the nature of the SC. A lot of these teams are dangerous. That's why Calipari's so angry, because it's not just a bunch of cakewalks back-to-back. And I think it's not going to be easy for anybody, and that, that includes Auburn. That's from Auburn all the way down to Ole Miss, even again Georgia, as we've seen. All these teams are dangerous in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Truly. Um, okay. UCLA's Mac Etienne has been arrested after appearing to spit at Arizona basketball fans. Yes, I heard about that. Uh, Mac Etienne, a redshirt freshman forward on UCLA basketball team, was arrested and cited for assault after appearing to spit at Arizona fans following the Bruins' 76-66 loss to the Wildcats on Thursday night. Video of the incident appears to show Etienne, a four-star recruit who is out for the season with a knee injury, looking towards Arizona fans and spitting in their direction as the team exits the floor following the game. 
Mm. I was just a stupid decision and something that, again, already is grounds for kicking him off the team. I'm not, I would not be surprised if they do. I don't know what they'll do, of course, but just not a smart decision. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that ranks up there with the uh, Marcus Smart charging into the crowd uh, to yell at a fan that one time. Do you remember that from like seven years Wait, ago? Oklahoma State? Yeah. No? I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if this guy should have got arrested, but well, I mean, they shouldn't have done this. I, I, I don't I, – I agree that he – I don't know if he should have been arrested, but I guess it technically is grounds for assault. I mean, it is, right? but, like, I don't know. I, I don't guess it like depends on if the, if the fan presses charges. Isn't maybe that how it works? Was, maybe if it was, like, a home game, they would have handled it internally but because it was in Tucson. Yeah, I don't know. It's a whole mess over there. And UCLA not doing so hot after that loss to Arizona State. Arizona State, one of the worst teams in the Pac-12. College basketball is chaotic this year. That's how we like to see it, and that's how they roll in the Conference of Champions. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, uh, we will have the final segment of the show. We may even have a special guest join us today. So you never know what will happen on another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. Keep it right here for some more of the show. I'm Jack Hart, joined alongside Alex and Davis. We'll be back in a few minutes with the final segment of the show. Today, at CDiscAU is your Twitter account, so tweet at us. We'd love to hear from you you've got some opinions on Pac-12 basketball or any other topic we've talked about on the show today. We'll be right back. Weagle 91.1 FM and WeagleFM.com. This is Compact Discourse. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. And WeagleFM.com. I am your host, Jack Hart. We are going to be hanging out with you for the next 12 minutes before we get out of here at 9 a.m. So thank you for choosing to spend your morning with us right here on the airwaves. We are broadcasting from high atop the Haley Center here in Lee County on the campus of Auburn University. We are in the booth here in the Harold Belton Student Center. So hope you are having a good day, a good start to your week, a better start to your week that I have had. Um, but that's that's not too, not not too hard to accomplish at this point. Um, we're gonna jump right into the show. Alex has departed, but we do have a special guest. It is the one and only chief engineer of WEGL. It is Luke Walker, the Luke Ness Monster, if you will, as we affectionately refer to him as Luke. How are you feeling today? Greetings. Good to be here. It's a uh, beautiful day outside. It is a nice day. I'm trying to uh, count my blessings. You get all the bad stuff out of the way early on. Yeah, just you know. Start every morning by eating. Still tequila Monday. Yeah. It's only up from here, Jack. Yeah, you just eat a frog every morning, Boom. and then everything, everything that happens to you is better. Boom. Look on the bright side, silver lining. That's the idea. The silver lining is you got you got to walk. Yeah, I got to um, stretch my legs a little. Boom. You get to see the nice blue sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spend a little bit got, more time yeah, in it this morning. Exactly. You get to meet your neighbors. Yes, I will get to meet <laughs> my neighbors. Very exciting. All right, uh, we're going to jump right back into things. Uh, did, did we have an eventful weekend, I heard? I'd say so. What ha- actually happened this weekend? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> the question everyone's asking, what actually happened this weekend? We rolled tumors. We rolled tumors, yes. Um, we, we spent, uh, we watched the, uh, we did not make the trip over to Athens, uh, as our friend Will Root did. Um, just, just. For any number of reasons, be it uh, expensive tickets or a or noon tip-off or just a busy weekend. So 
we did uh make 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 our home in, in Moe's barbecue to watch the uh the Auburn Tigers defeat the Georgia Bulldogs just narrowly and we were able to roll tumors so if you saw a guy standing on the Eagle statue with a broom that might have been a beloved show host that you may may or may not know so, where did the broom come from he hit it I uh it was stashed away I had a good feeling about the game so I went ahead and brought the broom downtown. Mm. It it was such a hit at the Bama game, I couldn't I couldn't. When did you when did you go do that? On my way there. Oh, forgot you didn't walk with us there. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I just uh, for some reason never mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm tracking. Fair enough. I'm bored. Uh yeah, and so that that was uh that was my Saturday. So it can only go up from here, as we said. Um, we're gonna jump on over to the news. Is there anything newsworthy you guys would like to discuss before we, we get into the real news? Uh, have you seen any news, Luke? I have seen no news. I don't, I've been, I've been I lacking really my, uh, my news input recently. No news is good news, is what I hear. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, would, well, Davis, I know you have an episode of your podcast coming out today. That's true. It's about rom-coms. Oh. Watched, we watched some movies last night, for, or we watched a movie last night pertaining to it. Uh, Love Actually. Love Actually. That's one of my favorites. Feel it in my fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tune in to Davis's podcast to hear the full uncut I'll sing, cover I'm singing the whole thing. Of, singing the of whole Christmas podcast. is All Around. Christmas is All Around. By Billy Mack. I'll, I'm going to do a British accent the whole movie, or the whole episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, have you guys seen this mural that's in Auburn that's, like, causing controversy? No, I've not. I okay. just the only mural I know is the one across from yours with the tiger and then like the weird hand. <laughs> yes, okay, yes, I'm I'm aware of this one. All right, so there's this mural that says "Greetings from Auburn." Uh, the "Greetings from Auburn" mural is painted on the side of a mattress store in Auburn, Alabama. Um, the city board has voted that the store had to remove the professionally painted artwork because it violated a zoning rule. Bruh. Aw. What what mattress store? Hmm. Uh, a Beds Express. I believe it's the one over on Opelika Road. I'm going to read you the AP article. It's coming from the AP. Oh, I know where it is. Auburn is known as the loveliest village on the plains, as we all know, but it may not seem quite as artistic following a decision by a city panel. The Board of Zoning Adjustments voted on Wednesday that a mattress store had to remove its colorful, professionally painted Greetings from Auburn mural because the artwork violated a zoning rule unveiled in November on the side of Beds Express. The mural includes depictions of Auburn University's mascot, Avi, campus and town landmarks, and Heisman Trophy winner, Bo Jackson. Board members expressed appreciation for the mural, but they said they had to make judgment based on zoning ordinance, and the mural was not allowed. Orwellian. Hmm. Draconian. Any other one? Onions? That would fit uh, here. Kafka-esque? Kafka-esque. I don't, I don't know about that one. I always want to see a nice mural when I'm going to. It's a good to looking a mural. It's I don't know cool. what. When I'm in what, the market for a bed, I'm just looking for a nice mural. Outside. What uh? I mean, what the what, Chris Davis looks photorealistic. It 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 could be a photo for all I know. It's also got chicken salad chick Actually, and Mama is, Goldberg's. Still. What appears to be the Leaning Tower of Pisa. What? What's, what's on the B? Uh, I'm gonna take a. Oh, look. that's Jordan Hare Stadium. Okay. <laughs> it does kind of look like the Leaning Tower of Pisa from far away. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, I see it now. That looks that's. Draconian, Orwellian. Why they have to do this? It looks so good. What's on the oh is the the lathe on the R, whatever it is. Yes, that is the lathe. I think kiss at midnight. What's the thing? That's the lathe. Yeah, an iconic Auburn landmark. Where's the seal? 
Well, I guess it's going to be gone soon here. What are they going to do to it? Like, throw red paint on it? I think they're just going to paint white over it. Oh, my goodness. Sadly. We need to have a word with the board of direct whoever it was. Board of directors, board of trustees, mm-hmm. and yellow. They have that yellow tag. Zoning adjustment members voted three to two to approve the uh, variance to allow the mural, but four votes were required. So, I bi- know you bye probably bye. don't know. Bye bye mural. If it doesn't say it on there, but what zoning requirements? I think it's just that you can't paint stuff on buildings. That would make sense because then you could just have all kinds of stuff on all kinds of buildings. Good. It adds character if it's well made. Well, that's the that's the real thing, isn't it? Well, you could just Sometimes have it. You could have like professionally made murals are allowed, but not. Graffiti. I mean, if you pay someone three dollars to throw paint on your, Mm-mm. was that professional? I feel like you they could they could hash it out in the in the yeah. litigation the, of it. The city government, known bastion of efficiency, will really <laughs> straighten this out. I think that one should stay, but you know, I'm not in the city government. All right, we got, I hope they're listening right now. We got other news. Uh, we watched gymnastics on Saturday, lest we forget. Did we? Oh, we did. <laughs> yes, sir. We did. Yeah. It was playing LSU. It was perfect against LSU. 10. Yes, Suni Lee scores her first ever perfect ten. Um, LSU's music outage causes a stir in Auburn gymnastics' first loss. It's coming courtesy of the Montgomery Advertiser. Did you, did you uh, pick up on the on the music fiasco? I did not. Uh, during Auburn's floor routine, the music cut out several times, hmm. which seems like it would break your concentration. If I you feel ask like me. it would. Yeah, because you, you're going to the rhythm of the music. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you got to memorize so much, you might be able to keep going. Like you know, how you can keep singing a song if the music cuts off sometimes. Mm-hmm. And but then you realize how track. bad your singing voice is. Well, yeah, yeah, but you can like keep time with it. Is the point I was making. Auburn gymnastics' first loss of the 2022 season was also its biggest win. Oh, freshman Suni Lee scored the first perfect ten of her collegiate gymnastics career, and Auburn's first in 18 years, as the Tigers matched an all-time program record for their highest team score, being 197.75 Saturday against LSU. Turned out to be a dramatic walk-off loss as number eight LSU's Kaya Johnson scored the third perfect 10 of the meet on the final floor routine, elevating the home Tigers to a winning score of 197.975. They were just handing out 10s. Suni Lee says we weren't even mad that we lost because we gave it all we've got today, and I think we will still know that we will have so much to improve on, and it's really helpful to see the end scores because we know that we have so much potential. So Auburn is now number six in the country. Um, they will probably drop after this Lost. They are five and one now. This is their first loss of the season, but you know, losses build character. I, true. I've, I've said it for years. How do you win the championship in gymnastics? You just keep winning. Cool. I think they have a, f- a final six, maybe. Interesting. Auburn has improved its team score every meet this season. Jeff Graba emphasized this. That's your coach. Um, that's what made the score so impressive. Was the road venue uh, after the the music mishap. Uh, Coach Jeff Grava quoted as saying, this is so good for a young team to go through. I'm really excited with this group. So Wiggle alum, Jazzy Jeff Grava, has a lot to say about this awesome. Uh, we got cut out of those photos. <laughs> got like stalling out. <laughs> we were there for those photos when he was here. Me and Jack were there. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys don't know, uh, Jeff Grava has made a, a brief cameo on WEGL when he was looking for a new job. Um <laughs> what are the jobs that he do? I don't. I mean, Jeff's jobs. It was a great. Those, those were fun. It, it was a great segment. Je, Je, Jeff Grave is a, a team player, and so we're happy to have him. I think if you go on wigglefm.com, you can still see a great picture of uh of former station manager Bryn and and Jeff Jeff Graba when he made his uh much much anticipated and much celebrated appearance here on Weagle. 
I think we should invite him back on, but we stay in the photos this time. Let's do it. Mr. Grava, if you're listening, this is an open invitation. It is. Uh, I talked to you at Tiger Talk. You may not remember me, but mm. we did have a spirited conversation about when, when the cheerleaders – I'm sorry, the the gymnast helped me hand out the shakers at the Georgia game. So He, he could – what if he, like, brings his twin and instead we get duped? I would – I would honestly, I'll, I'll switcheroo. I'd, I'd hope, I'd hope for that. Okay. You, you, what if they both come in? We don't know which one's which. Uh, oh, hey, Jet. Uh, uh, be crazy, man. A little dramatic irony for <laughs> for our um, audio only show. Uh, he's here right now. We're actually, yeah, sitting in the Thank, corner. Thanks for coming in, Jeff. <laughs> hey, Jeff. All right, Luke. Uh, you, do you want to? You want to add it? You want to hit one over the fence <laughs> for the for the final final comment of the show? I'd just like to say thanks to Jeff for uh, for coming in and joining us. There you on go. This segment. It's good good for him to be here. That's right. All right. Um, I think I think what it's time for me to do is to go see if there's any Coca Cola coffees left in the C store, or if I have drank. You're the only one drinking. If them. I have drank them all. Because after the morning I've had, I really, really need another Coca-Cola cup of coffee. coffee. I really need another Coca-Cola coffee. Um, also, former station manager. This is this is funny. Former station manager Breland, um, who you may recognize from shows such as Easy Breezy, or making appearances on. I said Lemon Squeezy. <laughs> Breland McHenry, who has moved on to greener pastures, bigger and better things. She she works for Pepsi now, right? Yes. You following? Uh, global company Pepsi once owned battleships when they traded um, with with Russia. With Russia, yes, they once owned a couple submarines. The Soviet Union. Um, this rather. this this very same company now employs former station manager Breland. And I asked her, when in the world are they going to come out with Pepsi coffee? Is it in the works? She says we copy everything Coke does, oh! and they copy everything we do. Oh! So how does that work? That's what I'm saying. Like it's like Android nap. Chicken and the egg. <laughs> Which comes first? So look forward to that in the near future. You didn't hear it from me, but Pepsi coffee could be uh, very much on the way. Boom. All right. And with that, we're going to jump on out of the studio today. I hope this week will get much better from today. And uh, it wouldn't be that hard. Pretty low bar. So thank you for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. Right here on WEGL 91.1, whoever you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeagleFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we'd like to remind you that all of our previous episodes are available as a podcast, absolutely PSA break free wherever podcasts are heard. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDISKAU, that's at CDISCAU. For links to the podcast, information about the show, and important updates, you can also tweet at us to get your opinion on the show and join the conversation as we are Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. You might want to go ahead and follow WEGL on Twitter and Instagram, that is at WEGL underscore AU, that's Weagle underscore AU, as our dedicated team of marketing professionals is working tirelessly to provide you with high-quality content for fans of the station. And with that, for Jack Hart, Davis Carroll, Alex Houston, and the Luke Ness monster, Luke Walker himself, this has been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We wish you a great rest of your Monday. Have a great week if you are not going to join us for the rest of the week. And if you are going to join us for the next of the week, we will be back tomorrow, 8 a.m. on Tuesday. We will talk at you tomorrow for another exciting episode of Compact Discourse, 8 a.m. This is all. Uh, this is Jack Hart, as always, signing off. And War Eagle, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 no.